0: 426, in your anger, do not sin. He says, when you get angry, being angry is not the sin. Most of the time, it's when you react from the anger is what caused the true sin. Now, there's a thing called righteous anger now. I I know never hold on to anger. Righteous anger is a thing. But don't sin when you get angry. Don't retaliate instantly. Think about it. Just go back and take a breath and pray to God. Always pray. Another good one. Ephesians or Ephesians four thirty one. Get rid of all bitterness, raging, raging anger, brawling, and slander, along with every, uh, every form of malice. Don't hold grudges, guys. Yeah. You know, and, then, and I know what bodies and stuff like that. What we want in this world, but just don't hold on to grudges. And a couple more. Actually, let's just do the last one. Colossians three eight talks about filthy language from your lips. You know, I, I hear a lot of Christians nowadays. Say. Well, Bible says it doesn't talk about cussing, but filthy language in your lips is exactly what that is. And, and unfortunately, that's something I won't. I won't be hypocritical. That's my issue. You know, stuff like that. You know, when I get angry, I I just blow up like that and stuff. So I'm getting there though. Uh, Psalms 37:8. Refrain from anger because it turns to wrath. Do not fret; it leads to only evil. Anger truly leads to only evil, guys. And i just thought i'd share it with you guys especially you know walking in here and seeing christians my age it's kind of awesome because you know I, i'm putting places you know i i'm quote unquote an adult i'm married now i'm in my career you know, come home make dinner go to bed work but it's nice coming into a place like this and seeing guys my my age maybe slightly younger slightly older that are walking the same path of christ yeah. thank you guys yeah we all you're all in this together fellas. it's awesome thank you guys yeah. for letting me share
1: yeah
2: mm-hmm. josh you want to
1: my testimony well it's kind of like a praise of the lord because um new year's eve i was um family came in and we were getting the house ready and stuff well uh just started off um I was woken up early in the morning because my dad had a flat tire It got nailed just out of the blue at Dunbar. He's like, hey, can you come pick me up? And we'll go to Kroger and get stuff for like, the party we're going to have for our family. Well, we get there and we're in my car. And he goes in and then sends me a video of his grocery cart with a tire, one of the wheels like clicking really, really, really bad. And we're like, what the heck's going on today with the wheels and stuff? Well, after family left and stuff, I was packing up to go see my girlfriend for New Year's Eve, spend time with her family and her friends. And my uncle, my uncle's his family, or like where his family uh, came in, he's like, I have an urges to pray for you and have that hedge of protection over you. And I was like, okay, thank you. And just um, as I was leaving, I was like, praising the Lord, like, wow, this sunset's beautiful. Um, just thank you for giving this beautiful sky. Thank you for you know, protecting me on this way here. Um, I was going to head through Route 60 because she lived in Beckley. So um, I was gonna take the safe route. I was like, turnpike's gonna be busy, crazy traffic, maybe drunk drivers and stuff. And then right before I went in that exit, God told me to go in the turnpike. I was like, okay. So I immediately turned and basically within seconds, um, Going on there, this is like this really wide turn, sharp turn. I started to fishtail, and I was basically going sideways down the interstate and I wrecked. Luckily, um I did not get injured. My car wasn't damaged too much. I just mm-hmm. had a bent tire rod and a bent rim. And I got out of my car and I looked. There's a light pole on the ground, drug like gravel everywhere, and to my right, there's really like a six foot bitch. And I was like, Wow, if I moved a few more feet I would have rolled over, car would have probably been totaled, been upside down, hanging on with my seatbelt. Yeah. And I was freaking out. I was like, gosh darn it, I can't see my girlfriend now. <laughs> and I called, I was like, Mom, can I still see my girlfriend? Even though I was still on the wreck and she was like, No, we're gonna get you home safe. And I was like, okay <laughs> And they were talking to playing in, people were coming up checking on me, offering Mountain Dew and then the tow truck came and I was like, okay, now and as we were my dad picked me up and as we were going following the tow truck we were just talking you know my dad's like you know you got bald tires right your tires were expired pretty much a year ago so there was no traction at all and then i was like gosh darn it and i was thinking if i want to route 60 there's no service going on a mountain on a wet like a wet ground, wet ground yeah if i went there, and if I didn't listen to God, I'd probably be over the mountain, dead, lost, and yeah. not probably found. Yeah. So I broke down into tears. And I was like, God saved my life that day. Yeah, literally. And I was crying while my dad was on the phone with my mom. And I was like, thank you, Lord, for saving my life. Yeah. Because actually, at the turn, like, when I was out of the wreck, I was like, God, we got- I was got prayed over, and, like, why did you get me in this wreck? I was supposed to see my girlfriend. He saved me for something way more tragic than that accident yeah. he's like it's because he probably thought he knew I was gonna like slide that day mm-hmm. and he slided me like in a spot way more safe than the mountain yeah. I was talking about about that again he was like yep he saved your life he has a plan for you right and God just came into my life and uh, I was thanking the Lord pretty much the entire night yeah and just I just came back to knowing that like God still has a plan for you. Yeah. Because I was just going in the hole, or it didn't feel. I was like, it's my plan. I'm just walking through life again, and he's like, I guess that made me feel like he has a plan for me still. Yeah. Yeah. That's me. Yeah. <laughs> Save him. Still here today. Yeah.
2: That was awesome. I'll see
0: you, man. I thought I a yeah. But How old are you guys? You guys in college? All of us are in college. You're college? older. Yeah. That's right. That's crazy, guys. When I was in college. Yeah. I remember, remember there was one point where I wanted to get away from it and I wanted to find a friend group that was in college with me that was uh, walking the Christian path as well. So make sure you guys cherish this because this is yeah. you know we're world like nice to think we're minority, we're really not. There's a lot of people like us out here to kind of ambassadors of Christ. So yeah. Thank you guys. God bless you guys. Well, you God. see God. Him.
1: You wanna pray before um, we do worship?
3: If you could pray, yeah. Everybody just yeah. Yeah. Everybody stand up, we're gonna get into some worship, Master. Please just in prayer before we get started. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus.
2: Thank you, Jesus. Can we all take about 30 seconds to just thank the Lord? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Just thank Him for your day. Thank you for all the things that He did for you. He woke you up. He gave you a bed to sleep in. He put lights over you. He gave you somewhere to sleep inside in safety. He kept you as you drove to be here right now. But where would you be if it wasn't for him? So there's so much that we can begin to open our, our mouth and, and just thank the Lord for We can thank him for the breath in our lungs. We can thank him for the currency that we have to pay for the peace tonight. the night. We can thank him for the building that we're able to be in. We can thank him that we have family members that are still alive. We can thank him that the enemy tried to do so many things for evil. But guess what? God turned. Your people, uh, and ask yourself this question: This question. Do I want God here tonight? Do I want a Holy Ghost move of God tonight? Well, if you do, the only way you can get that is if you praise the Lord. The only way the Lord comes to inhabit the praises of His people. Yes, yes, He came here with you. Yes, He brought Him with you. But if you want a Holy Ghost movement, if you want to feel the Lord, if you've been doubting, if you've been weary, but He's
3: Thank mm-hmm. you. Thank mm-hmm. you.
2: Just declaring, you know, what we just sung that his word is, is settled in heaven, and his word in heaven is that you have the mind of Christ, you know, and, and his word says that you have
3: a prophet, he's a child of the King, Father. I pray that for the kids of He knows that are surrounding him, Father. That the devil's have no for on Him, Father. I thank you that he's you the Father, for you to of So much more Father. He one get these of everything Father.
2: Is what the Lord just showed me is everything that is broken has to be replaced. Yeah. And Come so whole oh, Wow. And so and so I asked the Lord. I said, Jesus, what's being replaced? And all I can see was a throne. Was a golden
3: throne. That's all I saw was a golden throne with blood on the throne and a rainbow around
2: the mercy seat of that throne to say, Kirby. When you have thoughts, remember the rainbow. Oh, remember the size of the sky. What you know is God. that I'm not going to destroy Thank anything God. else yeah, in the ever gonna, again. But build it, build it up. up. That the up. Up. that you the have
3: planted on, on the whole ground. You have planted
2: on the whole ground. You have planted the your mind is at. God. The Lord is telling you tell Searching is over. The blood is over. The, the Lord says that your time of searching is over. That you've already sent out the ravens. There was nothing there when you sent out I'm the right. ravens. But now you sent out the dove, and the only thing that the dove came back was with the olive branch. What does the olive branch represent? That represents prosperity. I'm speaking of prosperous mind it's over one your mind right now. Peace and prosperity <laughs> that you're born the yes. land. tell you, you feel so burdensome about, am I at the right place, Is harvest the right place, is committed the right place, is the right place, is grace life the right place. No, Kirby, the place that's right is with Jesus. And and that's what he's saying. Don't worry about the place that you're going to. As long as your mindset is on Christ, that's all that matters. So so the Lord is telling me, uh, Romans 12, don't Transform our mind, renewing
4: of your
2: mind. Do you want a new mindset? Yeah. Renew your mind, daily. Yeah. So, brother, you the right? yeah. all It's before we go into the other room and start our uh, first session, does anybody else want prayer for for healing of anything? Healing of the mind? Yeah. Anxiety. Anxiety. Yeah, man. Come on up here. Whew. So I'm probably gonna ball my eyes out when I do this because my girlfriend used to have anxiety so bad that um, three o'clock in the morning I'd be on the phone with her just talking to her. (laughs) (laughs) As Will knows, it's been a battle prevailing, and God has completely healed her of her anxiety. It's been about three or four months, and she has had an anxiety attack. So if God's done it for Bailey, he can do it for you. You know, if, if God can do it for a little girl, what more can he do for a man, you know? And I'm not saying there's anything less, but what more can he do for you? You know you're a son, just like she's a daughter. So man, I, I just just like we were speaking over Kirby, I speak a sound mind. You know, anxiety isn't from God. Any, anything, that's, anything that's going to make you feel like you're less than or worried, you have to remind yourself that anxiety is, is not you. It's not your circumstances, It's not what you deal with. But you are Marshall Thomas that you're more than a conqueror that you're the head and not the tail you're from above and not beneath that the word says that he is going to supply all of your needs so i speak to this anxiety in marshall's mind right now and i tell it to leave anything that has a knee has to bow to me that's what my dad was saying last night and i believe it so we speak to this anxiety the anxiety has a name and every name has to be under the name of Jesus. So anxiety, we command you to bow in the name of Jesus. Father, I pray and ask that every single time that Marshall feels fear, that we can automatically say, that's the devil. We can automatically say, that has to bow bow." in Jesus' name. Father, you speak the blood of Jesus over Marshall's mind right now in Jesus' name. As Garrett said, Lord, gratitude Lord, and anxiety Lord, cannot coexist at the, the, the same time. So Marshall, I tell you Lord, right now, the more you thank the Lord, the more the anxiety leaves. The more you praise the Lord, the more the anxiety leaves. The more you surround yourself there, with the Lord, time and the more the anxiety leaves. Lord, yeah, the joy of the Lord will put against them. The joy of the Lord will your strength. Strength. Thank you have, Father. Just because you're feeling anxious, it doesn't mean you don't have joy. Happiness and joy are to live. Joy is a person. Happiness is a feeling. If you stay with the person and joy, the happiness will come. Father, I speak to Jillian. Father, I speak to Jillian right now, wherever she's at right now, and all the anxiety that she feels, it has to cease as well. Because if Marshall can get his anxiety in check, then he can also help Jillian get her anxiety in check. Father, I declare and decree right now in Jesus' name that Marshall's going to be a leader in this relationship. A leader for the kingdom, not just for Jillian, but for Jillian and Jillian's brothers and his brother Chance and his family. We declare and decree freedom in Jesus' name, amen. Okay, There's more about hassle, brother. For some reason, I
3: just kept hearing a son of a king, a son of a king, a prince, a, son of a prince. You can't be, you can't be anxious in battle. You can't have anxiety in battle. Son of a king can't be anxious. Just like something I keep hearing. So you know why? when you're in battle, you get to sit on the throne of a king while well, his armies fight for you. Yes. You see who he has in front of you, and you don't have to worry about it. You know who's already fighting. If yeah. your, your father the king the world, and the All right,
2: anyone else before we head over? No, over. Do what? No, over yes. Okay, what do you want to pray for? His spiritual legs. That he would walk and run in sewer and sewer in spiritual places that no one has ever dreamed about. That it's not even fathomable how he is able to connect to the spiritual realm of the Holy Spirit. But Father God, I declare and that He will walk again. Father, you've told us that not only will He walk, but He will run on this earth again. So, Father, we're declaring that word over again. Father, we're declaring sound mind over Luke again Father we declare that the enemy has no foothold has no place of speaking in Luke's mind the enemy can't say well Luke you're never going to walk again because we know that's a lie because Jesus has already told Luke that he will walk again the enemy has no seat at our table so Father I thank you for Luke I thank you for where you're going to take him in 2023 I thank you that Luke you're a king's kid that you're you're going places and that God still has a plan for you. This might be hard to hear, but the Lord's telling me to say it. The reason that you're alive when you tried to kill yourself twice is because God still has a plan for you. Is that you thought your life was over and that God still has a plan for you. So even though you're in a wheelchair right now, even though you're learning how to walk again, your life is just getting started. God still has a plan for you and your life.
3: who doesn't see and doesn't get healed and yet still believes. So you've got to lay the legs aside, man. And I'm telling you, when you lay the legs aside and you just worry about your relationship with Jesus and that's it's all that matters to you, it will happen. Not that it means your legs are going to be healed, but man, you're going to be so caught up in his love and the things that he has for you that whenever it that you walk again, it will be a sneak up surprise on you. He he cannot do it when you expect it. We know that's how God works. He, He will not be found out. He will remain in mystery. There will not be a formula. He will remain in the unknown. So if you are an When, where, how, what. The only thing that we know for sure is this character. And Luke, he wants you to walk. That there is no part of God that says, I don't want Luke to walk. He's been, he wants us to be healed. But I tell you what, he blesses a heart even more that chooses to believe without healing. Mm-hmm.